I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to them. Nero has lost his mind. Welcome back to the life of Nero, my little fake Cherokee friend. How? Yeah. How? Uh, How do you do? White men speak with forked tongue. (laughs) Pretty much all the time. Mm, Yes. Especially if he has a badge. Please continue. Uh, Last time on the show, Ray, we told some uh, salacious stories straight out of the books, uh, the book of Tacitus. Love. Uh, We talked about, particularly towards the end there, uh, Papaya, Sabina. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's uh, my lawnmower man's back out the front again, of course, with his uh, windblower. Bastard. Um, who, uh, uh, Papaya Sabina, who divorced her husband, sure. her husband, Rufius yeah. Crispy Penis, <laughs> to marry Otho, then divorced Otho to marry Nero. Sounds right. We'll get to that story a little bit later on. There are more salacious stories that Tacitus wants us to yes. hear first. And if they're important enough for Tacitus, damn it, important enough for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. This particular Cornelius Sulla. Is this, are we talking the grandson, great-grandson? Of yeah. These? Okay. I saw something on Facebook I liked. You and Tony are, what are y'all doing? We did a live webinar yesterday for the Australian Shareholders Association. Cool. Had a couple of hundred people on the live stream. Nice. Oh, cool. Hmm. So um, when you, Might yeah, get some more yeah. subscribers out of that. Hmm. When you do that, um, when you do any part of that, is there video? And if there is, do you put on a different shirt, mm. a nicer shirt? I'm not judging. The one that's, I'm, the one that's hanging on my door there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Just asking. All right. Yeah, I put on a button-up shirt. Tried to look a little bit professional. Good for you. Mm. Good for you. But now the stories get even more salacious. And if Good. they're salacious enough for Tacitus, they're salacious enough for this podcast, let's be honest. Amen. He says, hitherto Nero had sought a veil for his abominations and wickedness. Right. He apparently didn't trust Cornelius Sulla, Faustus Cornelius Sulla Felix. We've talked about him before. A descendant of the Sulla. Right. Um, Great, great grandson, something like that. Mm -hmm. Brother-in-law of Nero by his marriage to Claudia Antonia. My recall that in the year 55, just after Nero became emperor, mm-hmm. the Imperial Freedman Palace and the Praetorian Prefect at the time, Sextus Afranius Burrus, right, were accused of conspiring to have Felix declared emperor. Oh, yeah. Palace and Burrus seem to have been cleared of the charges, as was Sulla, but Nero apparently, according to Tacitus, didn't trust him. If you hear, would someone- I? Yes, yes, I would. I trust everybody um, completely. That's just I roll. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes right now for you, those listeners. Right. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just a trusting kind of a guy. Right. <laughs> so. Tacitus okay. says that Sulla had an apathetic temper, but that Nero interpreted it as really the reverse, inferring that he was, in fact, an artful dissembler. 
Oh, so when someone sees me, person A might go rather slow-witted, whereas mm-hmm. person B might go, he's quiet, he's mm-hmm. up to something. Mm-hmm. So it's perception that we're dealing mm-hmm. with here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's never happened to me. I was, that was a for instance. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm, I'm around to... you in person, I always move my right. wallet to the pocket on the opposite side of where you're walking. I'm not going to lie to you. My that's probably a pretty in solid my pocket. Move. That's a solid move. Yeah. 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 But now Graptus, one of the emperor's freedmen who had been around the court since Thibaut, set Sulla up. Damn, yeah. He spreads a story. He's like, hey, boss, Nero, you know that Mulvian bridge that you like to go to where people like to hang out and party, get their freak on? Mm -mm. Well, it turns out that Cornelius Sulla was laying a trap for you. He was going to ambush you and probably rape you to death. I don't know. I don't know the details. I wasn't there. But the point is when you came, when you left that night and you came home by a different route, you inadvertently saved yourself. So you got to watch out for this guy. It's just sheer luck that you didn't walk in his trap. I keep an eye on him if I were you. Oh, master. And the Mulvian bridge was then a famous haunt of nightly profligacy. Yeah, it was. And Nero used to go there that he might take his pleasures more freely outside the city. Would you like to tell us about the Mulvian Bridge, the Saturday Night Live character again? For all of you looking for a good time, check out <laughs> the Mulvian Bridge. I, hold on, let's just stop. Like, why? He's the fucking emperor. Why does he need to go outside the city? To take um, his pleasures. He can do whatever the hell he wants in the no, palatian. No. He can, you know. Let me put it in terms you can understand. And there's two different metaphors I'm going to use. Um, if you're a lion and you are handed meat, but if you get to hunt meat, it tastes ah, better. Uh-huh. Tame pussy is not the same as pussy on the prowl. I've been told. That's what Cheryl told me, right, Cheryl? Cheryl's a lesbian. And, and no one's judging you, Cheryl. God love you. Uh, he, he doesn't exist. We love you. But the point is, you got to go out, and, and it's got to be the real thing. You can't just have it brought to you. You can have um, uh, uh, you can have chicken wings brought to you, but not pussy or the hunt. So he's got to go there and have a great time because that's where the happening's at. Come on, he's in his 20s. He's in his early 20s, for God's sake. It's time to have some fun. The penis says, you got one job tonight to satisfy. <laughs> yeah, anyway. uh, he just, he liked the scene, apparently. He liked, yeah. Mira he liked. The, yeah, gold chains, hairy <laughs> yeah. chest, the big lapels. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No, no yeah, here you go. <clears throat> Can't do that too. <coughs> but he liked to have fun. Anyway, please continue. So Graptus, right? Good cookie, name. Cookie in my throat. So Graptus, taking advantage of an idle panic into which the royal attendants had chanced to have been thrown on their return by one of those youthful thro- youthful frolics, right. which were then everywhere practiced, invented a story that a treacherous attack had been planned on the emperor should he go back by the Flaminian road and that Mm. through the favour of destiny he had escaped it as he went home by a different way to Sallust's gardens. Sulla, he said, was the author of this plot. 
Not one, however, of Sulla's slaves or clients was recognised and his character, despicable as it was and incapable of a daring act, was utterly at variance with the charge. Still, just as if he had been found guilty, he was ordered to leave his country and confine himself within the walls of Massilia. So no trial, no accusation, no chance to defend himself, no witnesses, just... I suspect you get to step in because I'm the princeps. Okay. Yeah. Where's better Massilia, to kill him, right? Massilia? Massilia? Oh, oh, oh. Don't know. Where is that? I think it's Marseille. Um, Southern you know, France? Again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ter- terrible place to be sent to exile. Yeah. Uh, now, the Mulvian Bridge is today the Ponte Milvio. Uh, co- coincidentally, originally built in the year 206 BCE by the consul Gaius Claudius Nero. Oh. After he defeated the Carthaginian army in the Battle of the yes. uh, Metasaurus. Just the Metaorus, but I like to call it the Metasaurus. And it's, of course, also known as the Milvian Bridge. It was the site of the famous Battle of the Milvian Bridge in 312, which led to the rule of Constantine. That's the battle where he looked up in the sky and he saw Jesus. Hmm. Yeah, God showed up. Jesus was like, hey, Constantine. Look at me up here, up here. Like, holy shit, Jesus, (laughs) what the fuck are you doing up there? He goes, listen. (laughs) <laughs> you need some help yeah. uh, in this battle. He goes, well, yeah, I love you some help, so. Jesus. What What? Yeah. What? what, what you can got? you do? What's hey, in your back? Jesus, belt. I can do anything, man. Like, what do you need? Well, could you kill a couple of, you know, maybe 1,000, 10,000, like, tens of thousands? Could you, could you kill 30,000 really uh, Romans help. for me? Yeah. Yeah, not a problem. Happy to do it. Love, nothing I love more than killing people. Slaughter on a bridge. Yeah. Name of my first album. Anyway, this is for you. Tacitus also says that in this year, Nero gave serious consideration to abolishing all indirect taxes. That sounds right. He was Ronald Reagan Nero was the name that they gave him at the time. Right. Well, that's, I, I got to ask, that's kind of like putting me in charge of the treasury and, and believe it or not, not an expert and going, people don't like taxes. I want the people to like me. Fuck me. No more taxes. We're getting rid of the taxes, all indirect taxes. It's bullshit anyways. You don't even want to know the half of it. I am abolishing all taxes. And that's when your treasurer, uh, your Lord, wonderful idea comes from the heart. Really, really, really nice. However, it is the underpinnings of the entire system that you sit upon. Might want to give it a rethink. Apparently, people complaining about the excessive greed of the tax collectors. And yes, as you said, he he, he, he woke up at four o'clock one morning, summoned the to his bedroom. <laughs> oh my God, guys. God, you're not going to believe this. I just I was had on this. my golden toilet. Go ahead. <laughs> Greatest idea. I had two great ideas last night. I was eating. I was eating a Big Mac on the toilet. On the toilet. It's great ideas. Fabulous idea. Two fabulous ideas. One, we're going to inject bleach into our lungs, 
Uh, it's going to cure us oh, of everything. Okay. Second, okay. right? Second, second. We're going to abolish taxes. It's a great Boom. idea. No one ever thought of it before. I'm right. a genius. There's a reason it's, why. It's the greatest idea. Yeah. I'm the greatest yeah. genius who ever lived. I'm Later on, all taxes. We'll talk about a wall, but right now let's focus on those taxes. We're going to get rid of them. Going to build a Gone. wall, make the Carthaginians pay for it. <laughs> it's <gonna be> fabulous. <laughs> the fucking Germans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. Senate said, uh, look, he's great. Listen. Yeah. You know, points Inspiring. for thinking. Uh, yes. Really, it's great. Yes. Uh, Toilet thinking is the best thinking. Your, um, you know, your deep experience in right. uh, administrative affairs is really <laughs> showing itself here, Your Honor. A whole other uh, level. Lord. Turn it up to a Yes. Yes. Uh, however, there is the slight issue of how the fuck are we going to pay for anything? Right. The it's dog like, catcher, oh. the hookers, the uh, who's going to clean the bathrooms, the public gymnasium. It's like, well, where does money come from? I never really, I never, never really thought about it. It's just always been the, there all my life. It's just money. It's just right. there, right? It's just money. Yeah. You just Is have that it? the story with the stork? No, no, don't tell me. It's some, some other story. Anyway, so what you're telling me is we need to keep charging taxes so we can get money so I can stay the princess. Yes? All right. Well, let's go back to the drawing board. I got a little carried away. I was on the toilet after all at 4 a.m. with the cheeseburger. So, you know, no surprise it wasn't the best idea, but let's let's give it a rethink, okay? But think about this for a second. N- Nero, yeah. supposedly yeah. the second most evil guy in history after Hitler. Yeah, says. Wanted to abolish taxes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's, a, he's a fucking socialist. I like yes. Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to say like Jesus. You, you, you caught me. Oh, and you caught Jesus. Me the three most Jesus, famous Hitler, socialists Nero, in history. Nero. Here's a coffee mug. Jesus. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, okay. So yeah. you could say, well, this is probably one of Seneca's idea, but I don't think Seneca was that much of an idiot. I no, don't think Seneca's coming up with the ideas of abolishing taxes. So I think this is this has to be a Nero idea. It's a stupid idea, but it has to be a right. Nero idea, right? So he's like, we're going to abolish taxes right? Uh, because it's right. going to make the people happy. Now, the, the, the popular perception we have of Nero is he doesn't give a shit who's happy. You know, right. the, the historians say that the, like the first five years of Nero's rule were pretty good, Smooth and supposedly sailing. because it was being, he was being run by Seneca. Right, but, right, yes. Here we have a situation where this idea, obviously, pretty obviously not Seneca's idea. Yeah. Uh, so it's got to come from Nero or right. his slave girl or someone like that. But, you know, it, it's it, 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 Nero is the guy putting it forwards, according to Tacitus. Let's abolish taxes to make the people happy. He cares right. about making the people happy. Well, I mean... We don't know the exact details, but at some point, somebody in the Senate or in the administration had to put this idea down. So to me, that points to, yeah, it's coming from Nero because no one else would have brought it up in the first place. I did have a follow-up question. Do we ever figure out how Seneca made his millions of sesterces over those four years that he was supposedly banging um, Caligula's sister while in Claudius's house? Do we know anything about his financial background? I'm just curious. Well, I think he he went into exile, remember, I think to Corsica. Mm-hmm. He's come back. 
he came back to be the tutor of Nero. I think he's right. made that, his money. Does that pay millions? Well, apparently, yeah. Okay. He's being paid to do that. And right. then, he's, then he's Nero's right-hand man, so, so you know. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. He doesn't need a real job. It's like us. He was just a right. podcaster. He was the equivalent of a podcaster, just sitting there talking <laughs> shit all day, getting paid millions, you know. Just raking it in. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So we're not I hear what I hear you saying is we're not gonna abolish all taxes. That sounds like where the story is going. Well, we're gonna abolish our taxes. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm assuming that was done already because I haven't been paying them. So I just assumed. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that out loud, right? On YouTube. God, Cheryl, damn it, do your job. Anyway. So instead of abolishing taxes, they decide to curb the greed of the tax collectors. Nero issues an edict that the regulations of every branch of public revenue should be published. Wow. They were previously kept secret. He goes... Complete transparency. Drain the swamp. Complete transparency. We're going to reveal uh, yeah. everything, all the money comes from, where it goes, who gets it, yeah. who collects it. Is his name Biden? And, and, no. right, and right, right. claims, Look. tax claims against people that have been dropped I love and this. not be revived. Yes. Later on, like yes. next year. Yes. That's it. Once it's right. done, it's done. You can't come back done. and go. Time limit. Back again. Yeah. You go, oh, but or, I, you, know, you told me last year. That was last year. That was the other yeah. guy. I'm back, or, man. You got to pay your t- taxes. Or they find out you win the lottery or your daughter marries a rich man. Oh, by the way, two years ago when you owed that uh, that thing and you, then you never paid it, we're here to collect plus interest. I mean, yeah. So, again, that's not fair. So Nero or someone in Nero's administration has got you got a year, and if you don't collect the money by then, fuck it, it's dropped. You cannot go back and ruin these people's lives. That's a good thing. And, again, Nero is more popular because of it. And the Praetor of Rome and the governors in the provinces – had to give judicial precedence to all cases against tax collectors. So to remind people, right. tax collectors in these days were private individuals. It was a business, yes. basically. Yeah. And uh, you had to collect a certain amount. You got a zone, you got an area. It's like yep. being um, a, a, a multi-level marketer, salesperson, <clears throat> you got an area. Right. Um, you, had to, you had to collect a certain amount of tax from that area. You bid on that. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But everything yes. you could get over and above that was yours. Golden so baby. Golden. If I can, if I can, you know, scare you into paying more than you have to pay, that's good for me. But there were obviously cases against the collectors, and now he's saying they have to be given precedence. They have to take first priority. You have to, you know, try those cases. Right. Not Soldiers bad. were going to remain there, retain their immunities from taxes because they've, they've done their service to Rome. Right. Well, let's be uh, honest. That's the power base of Nero. You don't want to piss off the yeah. soldiers. No, you've got to make the soldiers happy. Exactly. Except when they traded for profit. Then they had to pay right. taxes on that. Yeah. They sell out but their daughter. Their, that's business. Their pensions, all of that kind of stuff, that's tax-free. Right, right. And Tacitus says these are all terrific ideas and they were maintained for a short time and then they were just discarded. And as we're going to so, find out, Nero and or the Senate's going to need a chunk of change for certain projects we'll get into later, but there will be a need. Yeah. yeah. But I can imagine there were a lot of very unhappy tax collectors out there. Yes. And 
if correct me if I'm wrong, but normally if if we set up our own our own publicani or tax collecting company, there's a good chance that we were once senators ourselves or tribunes of the pleb, or basically we were men of affluence and and power or whatever. So it's not just some Joe dirt company. These are important men, so you don't want to piss them off. But that's exactly what Nero has done. He has chosen the people over the elite. So again, the people are loving this twenty something year old guy. Yeah. Yeah, the tax collecting business, and it said to win the contract for the tax collecting, you probably had to bribe a few senators. Right. So, and, and you know, they were getting a cut, basically Takes exactly money. the same way the politics works today, right? You get a, you get a military to contract, money. a Pentagon contract, you know, there's, uh, there's a little bit of graft and corruption going on behind the scenes. So, Greece. same sort Greece. of deal here. It's, yes. not, well, it's not a bribe. I just you, contributed a million dollars to their election campaign. I'm facilitating in, you know, uh, unmarked bills and brown paper bags. <laughs> like the CIA? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so, look, Nero, good guy Nero, really. Yeah. There, good guy Nero, trying to do the right thing. Yes. Meanwhile, in Germany, it had been pretty quiet. Yes. Uh, oh, the generals keeping the troops busy by building fortifications and embankments uh, to yeah. stop the Rhine from flooding, connecting rivers via canals, all that stuff that soldiers love to do, just uh, digging trenches and Dig, building walls. Blisters on their hands. Yeah. But but as we've seen many times in the past, uh, idle, idle soldiers are dangerous soldiers. What is that saying? Idleness is the, the tool shop. Idle hands make... The devil's work. Devil's work, yeah. So the point is, so for years, people would make names and fortunes for themselves, not unlike Caesar, going up to Gaul, going up to Germany, whooping ass and kicking names. Do you remember every time Caesar would take over a new tribe, he would find their sacred burial ground where they kept a bunch of gold? So there was ways to make money. War is a good way to make money. But the way things are now in Rome, you've got this young leader, not exactly a military guy himself. The way you impress him is you keep the peace. You don't cause any trouble you don't let any trouble come up from the germans he doesn't have to spend time and money because he'd rather spend it on having fun on the mulvian bridge obviously and so the way to impress the under the the mulvian bridge uh, under if you know what i'm saying and under his toga but the way you make him happy now is (laughs) a very visual slash oral joke um yeah, so you you keep the peace. That's how you make this this emperor happy. And they're doing a pretty good job. It's been pretty quiet until. Until. Our old friends, the Frisii. Fucking Germans. German, Germanic tribe came to the brilliant right. conclusion that the armies weren't attacking them because the generals weren't allowed to lead them against the enemy. That makes sense. And they decided to attack. Now, these guys go right back. We first heard about them when they were defeated by Drusus in 12 BCE. Wow. Then the taxes were increased. I remember there was this one general who said, yes. uh, governor of the area, who said uh, they had to pay in uh, large cattle skins their taxes yeah. and they didn't have yeah. big enough cattle. So they had to pay more. Um, so they, in 28 CE, during the reign of Tibo, they revolted, yes. crucified some tax collectors. As you do. Apronius was sent to deal with them and was defeated at the Battle of Badawena Wood. 
Yes. Uh, suffered heavy losses, and then they, they they were forced to retreat the Romans without burying their dead. Right. Then they were discovered later that 900 men had held out until the next day, like the rear right. guard action. Oh, my God. Uh, oh my God. Half of them, about 400 of them, committed suicide and the rest were taken prisoners and slaughtered in yes. the grove at Batawena. Right. Don't fuck with the Germans. Keep the peace. But now that's not happening. I think I'd read somewhere that they had heard, like you, like you were pretty much saying, they had heard a rumor that now maybe there was an order from Rome that the uh, commanders weren't allowed to just willy-nilly grab up their men, go across the Rhine, cause some shit in Germany, take some you know, plunder or whatever. So maybe now things, if the Romans were being calm about it, maybe this is our opportunity to take care, to take advantage of their passivity and go get ourselves something that every German wants which is land because these tribes have been, some of these tribes have been going around from what Southern Sweden for years, decades, whatever. They just want a place to live and they think they've got one. So they started to occupy forests and swamps and new lands. Unfortunately, these were being used by Roman troops. Yes. And this didn't go down well. The Frisii kings of the time were Veritas and Malarix. Right. Uh, the Roman general in that area, Dubius Avitus. Nice name. Dubius. Call me Dubius. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dubius. I'm not sure. Do you think he's a general? I'm a little bit dubious about this one. He told them to get back to their own fucking lands forthwith yeah. or else. Fuck off, mate. Or however you say that in the Roman parlance. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so they went to Rome to negotiate with Nero. As you do. Now, while they were waiting for an audience with Nero, they were given the royal tour, and that included a visit to Pompey's theatre. Nice. Theatre. Right. Now, while they were there, uh, they were, well, they were obviously suitably impressed with how big and grand and impressive everything was. Yeah. They were asking questions about the classes and the knights and the senate and how it all works. The commoners. Uh, They they saw a couple of plays on Broadway. uh, Blue Man Group. Yeah, it was great. You know, they went to see Hamilton, loved it. Right. But then they saw some people in foreign dress in the seats of senators. And they were like, "What's what the fuck is up there?" And they were they were told that that was an honor that was reserved for envoys of governments that had shown bravery and friendship to Rome. They got to sit, you know, in the big seats and see right. what it was like right. and what it felt like yeah. to be a Roman senator. Man. So Veritas and Malarix went, well, nobody is as brave or loyal as Germans. We are Germans. Yeah. So they went and took a seat themselves. They just said, everybody out of the way. And they sat down in the seats. (laughs) (laughs) They opened their legs and their skirts and everything was just falling out. And they continued their, their, their topic because last night, the night before they saw Hamilton, they were like, he was talking. And yet he was rhyming, it was singing, but it was not singing. Incredible. Absolutely. I don't know German. Not I don't giving know away German. my shot. I'm not <laughs> giving away my shot. <laughs> so they sat down because they, they were saying this in German. Words, I is right? not giving away my shot. <laughs> um, Scheiße. Apparently everyone thought it was cute. Oh, mm-hmm. look at the Germans. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> they sit down where they don't, don't belong. 
Okay. And they loved it. Like everyone yeah. just laughed. They had a yeah. great time. So Nero Nero was finally uh, yeah. had a meeting with them, uh, agreed to make them client a client state of, of Rome. Yes. But told them that when they got back, they had to get the fuck back to their own lands. <laughs> Fuckus office maximus quickest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Look, but you can't he said, stay. listen, if, if, look, I get it. You want yeah. your land of your own. I get it. I get it. If I was you, I would. I thank God I'm not. But if I was you, I would want <laughs> land of my own as well. I, but if I make an exception for you, then I got to make the, an exception for the next oh, guy. And then everyone wants their own bit of yeah. land. And Fucking it's just, it's German, just German, Germans. I'll have Germans all over the place. And, and nobody, nobody wants that. Yeah. So love you, but so you got to fuck off. So they went home and uh, didn't get the fuck out of their lands. No. So the cavalry attacked them and captured and slaughtered anyone who didn't fuck off back to their lands. Because yeah, his nickname was One Shot Nero and he's not <laughs> giving away my shot. I'm not giving away my shot. You get one shot with Nero. Do right, what he says or else. He, yeah. he got that from Caesar. You get one shot. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> But then that land is just, it's so beautiful, so tempting. It's right by a river and you, and you got some trees. Germans, oh my God, Germans love trees. They're tree crazy. So another group of Germans is going to be like, this is wide open. It's just here. I think we found our home. So now it's the same situation, same place. Uh, take two. The Ampsavari tribe, Ampsavari. They invented the amplifiers, little known fact. <laughs> Turn it up. Uh, yeah, uh, to 11. They had 11 on their amps. So it was one louder. It goes louder. Louder than 10. 10, it's not loud enough. Yeah. Turn it up. But where yeah. can you go? Yeah. So this this one has 11. <laughs> Why don't you just make 10 louder? No, you don't understand. It goes no. to 11. Yeah. Um, I got it. Yeah. They had been uh, kicked out of their lands by the Chelsea and had to Fucking beg Right. Uh, they were outcasts, homeless, hobos, like you right. when I met you. <laughs> Pretty much. Tacitus says their cause was pleaded by a man famous among these nations and loyal to Rome. Yes. Boyocalus was his name. Boyocalus is my name. Check it out. I'm a loyal to Rome. I've been here since Tib- Tiberius. Claudius, you need me? I'm your man. I'm your German. I'm your German. I am loyal. And I want to bring this tribe to you. They will all be your clients. Fucking awesome, right? Win-win. What do you say? What do you say? What they say is... Yeah, boy! (laughs) Except for this one. That's what they say. No, boy! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Boyoculus by name who reminded <coughs> us that on the Cheruscan revolt he had been imprisoned by the order of Arminius himself. Herman the German yes the German that afterwards he had served under the leadership of Tiberius and of Germanicus and that mm. to a 50 years obedience he was adding the merit of subjecting his tribe to our dominion what an extent of plain, he would say, lies open into which the flocks and herds of the Roman soldiers may someday be sent. Let them, by all means, keep retreats for their cattle while men are starving. 
Only let them not prefer a waste in a solitude to friendly nations. Once these fields belong to the Chamavai, then to the Tubantes, after them to the Usapai. As heaven is for the gods, so the earth has been given to mankind and lands uninhabited are common to all. Then looking up at the sun and invoking the other heavenly bodies, he asked them as though standing in their presence, whether they wished to behold an empty soil, rather let them submerge it beneath the sea against the plunderers of the land. Right. And the Romans said, yeah, was impressed yeah. by this language and said that yeah. people must submit to the rule of their betters that the gods to whom they appealed had willed that the, the, that the decision as to what should be given or taken from them was to rest with the Romans who would allow none but themselves to be judges. This was his public answer to the Ampervisarii. To Boyoculus, his reply was that in remembrance of past friendship, he would mm -hmm. cede the lands in question. However, <laughs> details. Boyoculus was dubious of Dubius's offer. <laughs> Boyoculus spurned the offer as the price of treason, adding, we may lack a land to live in, we cannot lack one to die in. Okay. So they parted with mutual exasperation. The Ampervisarii now called on the Brooktory, the Tectory, and yet more distant tribes to be their allies in war. So... Avatus is like, listen, right. publicly I have to say, fuck off. You do what we tell you because we're Romans. That's just the way it has to work. I can't be seen. Standard it's answer. It's a slippery slope if I give right. in, right? For, right. However, right. because you've got a long period, a long history of friendship with us, like the cut of your jib, because right. you Good submitted, boy. got down on the knee, the whole right. deal. Kiss the happy ring. to let you stay in the land, but, but. you need to submit to us. You need to submit yourself to Rome, um, which he was already kind of offering to do, said he was subjecting his tribe to our dominion. But right. Boaculus is like, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't like that. I like the way you're going about it. Trust me, when I say to my wife, who is part German, look, you need to acknowledge. Like part Cherokee. Has she my had 23 and me done? No, she hasn't. But trust me, her claim is legit because she's already received an inheritance from a German uncle who died and had property. So it's it's legit because there was money involved. The point is, the point is, um, that could have been a sex. Anyway, I don't know. Um, An uncle. German. <laughs> Who's that on the phone, dear? No, no one. It's just my German <laughs> uncle. She sends up videos all the time. I don't see what the oh, oh shit. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do some research and get back to you on this. One. <laughs> like, I have I, to send I, him naked photos of me. I might get an inheritance one day. It's a German thing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't understand. My, my it's a, yeah. on my hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You got me so flustered. I can't remember what the fuck I was gonna say. <laughs> Don't Cheryl upset was, your German wife. Is what she was not. She Cheryl doesn't know either. But yeah. Whatever I was going to say, that it's gone. Avatus, having written to Cotilius Mancia, commander of the upper army, asked him to cross the Rhine and display his rear to the enemy troops. Uh, no, sorry. Right. Display his troops in the enemy's rear. <laughs> what I meant to say. 
Right. Basically intimidate them. Uh, yeah, because you don't and need a bunch of German tribes gathering together. Threaten to wipe them all out if they didn't fuck right off. All of them. Which they did, not being right. complete idiots. They were like, hey, listen, we may be Germans, but we're not completely <laughs> stupid. That's right. So, so the amps found no allies. And so as the rest too were for averting perils which did not concern them, yeah. hey, my name is Paul and this is between y'all. That's <laughs> what they said. Out. <laughs> the Ampavasarian tribe, uh, Ampsavarian tribe, in its isolation retreated to the Usapai and the Tubantes. Driven out of these countries, they sought refuge with the Chatti and then with the Cheruski, who, you know, he had uh, abandoned during the Cheruskian revolt right. years ago. That was Arminius's tribe. So, you know, good luck with that. They'd been expelled yep. by the Chaucy and then, you know, the Trusky thing and their long history. And after long wanderings as destitute outcasts, received now as friends, now as foes, the entire youth was slain in a strange land and all who could not fight were apportioned as booty. So wiped out. And that's where tribe. the Jews come from, my friends. <laughs> Really, just a German tribe. The German Jews. Who had no yeah, From home Switzerland. Home. Yeah. yeah. Or Denmark. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Maybe the gypsies came from the Amsavarian. Right. Not that we're done with Germania just yet, because there's going to be another. Um, I guess the Chatty are involved in this as well. The Chatty and the Hermunderai uh, tribe. So they're both eyeing a river that separates them. It serves as a boundary and it's, it produces salt, but supposedly they both got the idea that this area that they both want to control is somehow, and, and Cam's going to explain this to you, this area is somehow literally closer to heaven. And you when you pray here, there's a better chance of your prayers being heard because it is again, I repeat closer to heaven. So they both want to own it. They both are willing to go to war for it. And when they when they do go to war, it is for all the stakes. It's for keeps. The same summer, a great battle was fought between the Hermunderai and the Chatti. Hermunderai, obviously, when Arminius set up his own Herman the German tribe. They were the mm -hmm. Hermunderai. Both forcibly claiming a river which produced salt in plenty and bounded their territories. They had not only a passion for settling every question by arms. Love it. Who, do, who Love doesn't? It. Where's, yeah. your, where's your gun? You're supposed to hold up your gun. When oh, you do oh, I put it away. How about? No. Is that a Sorry. pregnancy test? But also, right? as if Cheryl's pregnancy test, a deep-rooted superstition. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. The bum tickler. Please continue. Yeah. I, I'm so rude. But also a deep-rooted superstition that such localities are specially near to heaven sure. and that mortal prayers are nowhere more attentively heard by the gods. Yeah. It is, they think, through the bounty of divine power that in that river and in those forests, salt is produced. Not, as in other countries, by the drying up of an overflow of the sea, but by the combination of two opposite elements, fire and water, when the right. latter had been poured over a burning pile of wood. Is that how you make salt? Yes, Thank science, you. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I stand corrected. I did not know that. Yeah. 
The war was a success for the Hermunderai and the more disastrous to the Chatai because they had devoted, in the event of victory, the enemy's army to Mars and Mercury, a vow which consigns horses, men, and everything indeed on the vanquished side yes. to destruction. Kill them all. We've seen this before, right? Yeah. You have to burn everything. Big fire. German Meanwhile, right. a state in alliance with us, that of the UBI, suffered grievously from an unexpected calamity. Fires mm. suddenly bursting from the earth <laughs> seized everywhere on country houses, crops and villages and were rushing onto the very walls of the newly founded colony. Nor could they be extinguished by the fall of rain or by river water or by any other moisture till some countrymen, in despair of a remedy and in fury at the disaster, flung stones from a distance and then, approaching nearer, as the flames began to sink, wait for it, tried to scare them away. Like so many wild beasts with the blows of clubs and other weapons. At last, they stripped off their clothes and threw them on the fire, which they were more likely to quench the more they had been soiled by common use. Right. So to to recap, rain nor water from a stream puts out a fire. Um, Rocks thrown from far away, clothes... And even dirtier clothes. Soiled. Soiled. Because, hold on. I mean, okay, now I'd be my shitting pants. myself if there were fires <laughs> just popping up out of the ground everywhere. We'll I... put out a fire. So let that be a lesson. Uh, for those of you who didn't know that uh, before you came onto the show, you're welcome. Yes, science, bitch. Maybe Trump was right when he talked about raking up the forest in California. I don't know. I'm not a German scientist fire person. Uh, so, I mean, this yeah. sounds like some sort of, I don't know, uh, uh, lava or, or volcanic volcanic thing happening, fires coming of up Germany. out of the earth. Yeah. Not that I know, mate. Maybe they did back then. I don't know, man. I don't know what the deal is here. What else well, is causing fire just popping out from the earth? You said at the beginning of the first episode we did tonight that Tacitus, love him, love the way he writes, loves the way he puts down his words, he puts it all together, strings, it's beautiful. Occasionally, he will give us BS, whether he admits it or not. And maybe this is one of those BS episodes, these BS interludes in his works. I don't know. How else do you explain fire erupting from the ground? Texas mm. oil? I, I don't know. Mm, 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 Someone mm. farted over an oil pit. I don't know. Now, uh, do you know who was born in UBI? Not UB40. The members of UB40. <laughs> no, tell me who. Red, red wine. Stay close to me. Don't let me be alone. Uh, Agrippina, the younger, Nero's oh. mother, was born in Ubi during uh, Germanicus's uh, time in Germany. Right. Uh, there was a there was a, a colony for Roman veterans set up in Ubi in the year fifty 
under the patronage of Agrippina the Younger called Ara Ubiorum. And uh, today it is Cologne or Colm. 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 Saying Colm. Hello, my name's Colm Kopner. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I don't Ooh. think they. I don't think they have a lot of volcanoes in Cologne. No, I think you're right. So, guide? No, man. We're gonna huh? chalk it up to chalk it up to guide. Yeah, the I don't know. Yeah, probably, probably that. Yeah. All right. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, finally. So yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Finally, uh, Tacitus says that same year. The fact that the tree in the Comitium, which uh, 840 years uh, before had sheltered the infancy of Romulus and Remus, sure, sure, was impaired by the decay of its boughs and by the withering of its stem, was accounted a portent till it began to renew its life with fresh shoots. Do we give credit for that? to Nero as well, like the military victory in Armenia, or we're just all going to be happy that the tree that was about, the fig tree that was about to die is suddenly not dying or has new shoots. Yeah. Uh, all of that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just check it. Yeah. Thank you. It's good to be the By king. By the way. Yeah. The uh, Comitium. Tell right. us about everything you know about the Comitium. Um, comitium. Four syllables. And that's about it. I just thought it was cool that the she-wolf supposedly suckled the two, the boys under the fig tree. I mean, that was pretty badass. But I, and I know it was moved across from the Senate house, but that is all that I know. You tell me. Let's see what you know. Well, uh, it was the original open-air public meeting place. Oh, right. he's got a gun and a knife. <laughs> is that a fake Crazy prop as well? It's a rubber. You know what? Is it a fake prop as well? No, no, this is a, the real, this is the one I found on the road. You got a fake gun, a fake knife, and fake Cherokee heritage, and a it's fake a German real, wife. Is there anything about is your name you. even Ray Harris? Your scalp. That's your scalping knife. <laughs> is that what happened to you? Did you scalp yourself? Is that why you got no hair on your head? Did you, you scalp yourself? Hey, Ron. Uh, it, I was practicing and I got a little carried away. Um, I've been assured it will never come back. Anyway. Is that how you <laughs> circumcised yourself as well? Did you do that with that knife? The trick is to hold really <laughs> still. <laughs> and I will talk about the self-circumcision. You do the brisks around Virginia? <laughs> yeah. The trick is fast before the baby can even know what's going on. Fast. <laughs> anyway, the first time I did a brisk, I approached it like this. I got this. <laughs> Taking my hand. Anyway, yeah. that's enough. I think. I mean, I, I seem to recall you lost your license, your bris license, because you kept yeah. insisting that you had to moisten, moisten <laughs> the uh, foreskin with your lips first, and you got away with that for a long time. But people finally caught on. Um, it was based on science. Please continue. <laughs> the open air, the original, the comitium was the op original <laughs> open air public meeting space in ancient Rome. <laughs> Uh, the name comes from the Latin word for assembly, uh, and it's where we get the committee from. Today, if you have a committee, right, it comes from 
the same root as the committium or the right. comitio in Italian, right. or con, con metere right. in uh, Latin. Um, so, which is to with to send, uh, metere to send, con with. Right. But um, yeah, so the comitium location at the northwest corner of the Roman Forum was lost and and over the years, but it was rediscovered. Right. Uh, oh, cool. around about ni- 1900 where the Comitium was. But uh, it was dying, this 840-year-old tree. Right. was probably older than that because 840 years previously when Romulus and Remus had, had, you know, been suckled yeah. underneath it, uh, right. getting back to your Briz uh, <laughs> career. And right. uh, then it just suddenly, boom, new shoots. Yes, new shoots. Yeah. It was Nero, just Nero. because Nero. Yeah, and people had bumper stickers on their chariots that said "Just Cause Nero." So pretty yeah. popular just kid. Cause Nero, yeah. Just Cause Nero, yeah. Just Nero, just narrow it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's the show for this week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We'll be back next time. Take good that's care. A th- that's a threat. <laughs>